from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. This is my heart right here. Welcome to Shady Pines, an afterthought media podcast on which gay men discuss the Golden Girls. Today we're talking about season two, episode 11, titled Twas the Nightmare Before Christmas. First, from show business, please say hello to Adam Salandra. Hello, Adam Salandra. Hi, Jobatans. How are you? I am doing just fine. You are looking sharp and clean as a whistle today. Look at you all shaven and caring about life. You know, you have a new job, new life. Mm-hmm. You got a yes. new attitude, as Patty LaBelle would say. You know? <laughs> well, I don't know about that, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but definitely was, the first yeah. two. Well, it's a bad attitude, but you have a new one. <laughs> okay, you're right then. You're, you're right all along. <laughs> yeah, I was right all along. And by the way, uh, from Palm Springs himself, via Rancho Cucamonga, please say a big buongiorno to our very own native Italian, Mr. Jay Ellis. Hello, Jay. Silent night. <laughs> Nothing gets me more in the mood than uh, talking about Christmas a month after Christmas has happened. Tis oh, yeah. Well, look, we had that. What did he say? <laughs> it sounded like somebody just screamed, like a goat just screamed through my mic. What was that? Was that you, Adam? I it, I, I hope not. It might have been Satan. What freaked me out was Joe and I both opened our mouths at the same time, and then I heard the noise, and uh-huh. I don't think it was either of us. I don't know what happened. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Oh, that was you. me. I was doing my new American Idol audition. How did you guys not hear that? <laughs> oh, then that's, like, then that's... It was almost like the ring. Like, a noise just happened, and I thought I was going to see, like, Joe crawling out of my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Never too late. Still the night is, the end of the night. The night yeah, is still well, young, Jay Ellis. You still might see. Well, first this of all, let's true. be honest. Let's be honest. Can you imagine <laughs> me trying to climb through your laptop? It, I would maybe get my head in, and then it'd be Betty trying to push me from behind. <laughs> and me going, it's not working! And then like just trying to get me through the laptop. She's like, I don't know if this was a good idea. Yeah. You should have taken the car. I saw this cartoon, <laughs> this web cartoon, this web comic of the person pops in the tape and the, the girl starts to climb out the tv and the person calmly pushes the tv towards the window <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna be that's my, what my new show is gonna be just describing web comics that i see it's hilarious cool. i'll be tuning in yeah thank you uh anyway boys uh what are you talking about jay this is christmas i don't know why you're talking about a month after christmas <laughs> Uh, I've got my hot cocoa ready. I just emptied out the diner so that I could watch it for a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> for, oh, by the way, no. he's going to leave and come back and spend time with his family in under an hour. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. You can only spend so much time with family at the holidays. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, then that's okay. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. This is actually a long summary because so much happened. They cram a, a lot of plot they in this sh- one episode. It was a- <laughs> 
That's an adventure. It's three, it's three different episodes <laughs> yes. in 25 minutes. Yeah, it really, it really is. Yeah, go ahead. Blanche tries to bang Santa, and Dorothy thinks Christmas has lost its meaning. Meanwhile, Sophia ran up Dorothy's credit card, so Rose suggests they all exchange homemade gifts before returning home for the holidays. The day before Christmas Eve, the girls exchange their homemade gifts and are dis- disappointed by how homemade they are. They all talk about how they're looking forward to seeing their families the next day in their respective hometowns. The next day, when Dorothy and Blanche arrive to pick up Rose, I almost called her Rose. Because the current season of Drag Race. <laughs> Pick up Rose at the Grief Counseling Center. The girls are held at gunpoint by a lonely Santa. Looks like they might miss their planes until Sophia comes in and takes away the man's toy pistol. The girls rush to the airport and make it just in time for the flight to be canceled due to inclement weather. They retreat to a diner for coffee and cheesecake and are reminded by the owner that they are all the family they need. They agree to watch a diner for him so that he can spend time with his family on Christmas Eve. After he leaves, it begins to snow in Miami and the girls huddle together. To watch the snowfall. Let's start with our guest, our very special guest, Jay Ellis. Jay Ellis, what were your, you know, we know you are the world's biggest Golden Girls fan. Mm-hmm. So my and I heard question, he's Italian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he's like, a, Mwah. just reminds me of my, my Italian grandma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. So, uh, he, uh, what were your thoughts on this episode? Uh, in the realm of Golden Girls, if somebody asked me, should I watch this one? I would say you could probably pass it. I don't think that there's any memorable <laughs> moments. Um, but I think that Sophia is the standout as kind of as usual for my ratings of Golden Girls. I feel like her and B. Arthur are doing the God's work in this mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a fine episode. It wasn't my absolute favorite that I've seen in season two. And I, I want to say that season two has been refreshing compared to season one. There are better episodes that stand out, but it's it, not to tip my hand, but my cheesecakes are going to be on the lower end for this one. Oh, interesting. Um, not the first time that he said that to, to two men, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but tip my hand? Yeah, not tip my hand, but my cheesecake going to be a little lower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um okay. Uh Adam, you're the new, you know, ever, you know, Jay is old hat now. You're so your afterthoughts newest thirst trap. What were your thoughts <laughs> here on What were your thoughts here on uh on this episode? And tell us shirtless. <laughs> well, yeah, let me take off my shirt real quick. <laughs> okay. Now, now that I'm a little more comfortable, well, actually I'll, I need to start off with a fun fact. Sure. I'm assuming this wasn't planned, but about a month ago, I got a text from Jay Ellis, who was a little concerned, and he said, why did I just watch an episode of The Golden Girls where a man in a diner let these four women just, like, sit around, and and now he's here as the guest, so that's very exciting for me. I wait, forgot that. I wait, did wait, text wait. you Is that. Is this real? This isn't a joke he's doing? No, no, I, no, no. no. I totally forgot that I said, did a man who owns a diner just yeah. leave it to four strangers, yeah. not knowing them at all yeah. on Christmas? It, it, I do. Now I'm, you're totally right. I did text yes. this. Yes. And but, so I, yeah. this is just fate. And um, I remember getting that text and thinking, I can't wait to revisit that episode. That sounds wacky. And here we are. Life that finds is, a way. That is so weird. I didn't even, I didn't even read. Oh, that's so funny. And also that Wait. Jay, te- Jay sends you text messages and doesn't send me text messages. All right. What I, what <laughs> that's I also, really all I got. Yeah. What I also love from this moment too, is that immediately when he leaves, immediately, 
He's just like the the bell is still ringing from him walking out the door, and they're like, "Let's just go get his things and give ourselves free cheesecake and chocolate sauce." Raid the fridge, which, yeah, yeah. I think proves the point. He couldn't trust them. Who cares if they're for, yeah. for older women? Um, but I do. Okay, this here with the way you, I like the way you do it, Jay. Where you say, "Okay, if someone was watching for the first time, would I point them to this?" I think that's a good way to judge them, mm-hmm. and this would not be it because it's too weird and out of the box but for a deeper fan what i like about this is a anything christmas i used to like that mm-hmm. um back in the day when i was slightly less jaded i would say and also the fact that it was like three episodes in one yeah. if you really didn't like something was going on they were going to be in a whole new setting with a whole new problem very shortly so mm-hmm. it was sort of like a christmas film but 22 minutes I don't yeah. know if Adam knows this, but at first, I don't remember this episode. So when I first, when the episode first started and they were handing out their gifts, I got really scared. It's going to be one of those horrible flashback episodes they do every season, which I hate more than anything with the, with the young Estelle Gaddy. You like those, Adam? I know. I think uh, Taylor likes them too. No, no. I, I have a question about them, actually, yeah. but I want you to finish your thought first. Yeah, well, it, it, it's like Rose gets her own, Blanche gets her own, and then Dorothy is always the young... B. Arthur, it must be B. Arthur's days off. They're like, we're, I'm going to take a week <laughs> off. Because it's, and then Estelle Getty gets to show off that she's young. You know, right. same thing too. Which is like really what they're doing. Yeah. And uh, I hate those episodes. And so I, I was afraid okay, it would be one of those episodes. Well, here's my question. What yeah. you're saying, yeah, sometimes they film things just for that. But so many, so many episodes are clip episodes yeah. from like past was that just a thing that was done more back then, or why do they do that all the time? I feel TV shows did that, that I think, because you know there there are moments that people miss, and so it's easy to make True. these clip shows and and people no would, DVR. It would be like a, a new episode for them. And think they had twenty five <laughs> episode orders. Like they probably the writers' room was like, uh, "What do we do? <laughs> like, yeah. how do we get twenty five episodes out?" Yeah, well, I can't show. wait till we recap that recap a recap app. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like it's like the snake eating its tail. Yeah, yeah. I want to say about once a month, Jay Ellis makes an Arabaros reference, and I'm always just amazed how he's able to make that connection. Yeah. Uh, uh, who the, the Aurora Borealis? <laughs> oh, is that what it's called? The, the snake eating its own tail is it's called an Arabaros. Yeah, That's but scary. Jay Ellis for the Hoi Polloi says snake eating its own tail. Me, yeah, I don't remember to be the a, actual term. Me so. to I always want to say Aurora Borealis, but those are the lights that dance. Oh, do they dance? I don't know. They look like they, like somebody has like flashlights like this. Oh, I think they look like God smudged something on the windshield. You know, there's a streak. I've never seen them though. Are you going? You know, I could see you going though to like. Oh, hello. Every very nineties. It's my intercom. I'm. I'm. Here's the ring girl, Samara. Oh, Hold on, let me buzz them in real quick. I don't know what this is. Expecting oh, some a delivery. Yeah, it's very. By the way, Jay Ellis was at Palm Springs earlier today. We did the we did the, the show the tea that we have me him and Lori. And, and now he's not. Now he's back in L.A. And now he's back in L.A. Wow, time flies. Yeah, I'm, yeah, intercontinental. Yeah, I don't know. What very, you're very that. But everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere you go, people are finding you. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, catch me if you can. Are we in your apartment right now? Yeah, this is this is her. I don't I, think I've seen this angle before. I like seeing stairs. I miss stairs. Oh, well, that's in my mirror. Yeah, yeah. I can turn you real. Quick, but no, you but... know what's really scary is I could see like if a murderer came down those stairs or something, we would see it. We like Jay, Jay, get out. 
you know? Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, you guys. You guys, Wait, stop. What, is that? what yeah. is that right there that you just pointed at? What is that? This is Ooh. like our kid. I mean, this is what your listeners are tuning in for, I'm sure, is a apartment tour. But it's a um, mask, a poop emoji mask mm-hmm. my friend got for me. Mm-hmm. This is like my kitsch counter. I have my pop clueless share doll. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, yeah, it's just a bunch of hodgepodge things that doesn't have a place, but we want to display it. So we have a whole shelf that's just. Oh, what's that there. thing rolled up right there on the, um, right there? Yeah, Paul and I went, um, before pre pandy, we went to a Blade Runner pop up bar where they were doing Blade Runner 2049, I think. And so we got free posters. Oh, look at that free movie post. Oh, two. Oh, I I, is there a way to just pull, do a poll for the live listeners? Like, do you like us just describing things you can't look at while you're listening? Is it, or, or like, no, because I love that. Listen, I'm so unattached to these posters that if any of the listeners want, I can send them a copy of Sign. it. That way they can see it in person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could throw a signature on there. Yeah. God, <laughs> you're cool. Put a bit on it. Humble Pie is doing a casual, even though there's only like three people in the thing, I think. So I don't know how accurate of a, of a, that's all it is. I could always well, cut it back, this was around Christmas, the, that pop up bar, and it was a free swag bag, which felt very homemade to me because it came in a mm-hmm. paper bag. It was very, they weren't very prepared for the amount of people mm-hmm. that came. Um, so I felt I would have been better off with a maple, what it was like a maple, you stab it into a tree and make syrup come out of it. That's what Betty, yeah, not <laughs> Betty White, Rose got for Dorothy. I have a question. In what mm. universe are you wearing the poop emoji mask? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you yeah. like to know? Yeah, wouldn't you like to know? No, I don't. I actually don't really know. Like what? Why he got that as a? It was on a basket for like our housewarming, and I just kept it. I don't know where or Wait, why. What do, mean, he, what do you mean for your housewarming? What are you talking about? When we moved in here, we had like a brunch with a few of our friends, and they got us. Oh, this is like three years ago. Adam, do you remember being invited to this? I don't recall. I, well, actually, we set up something with Adam. We met at Golden Road um, probably like a few weeks after. Oh, was it? Th- was it around then? Yeah, we had just moved to the area. I, that's so funny because I was just thinking. I was like, but I did go to brunch with you and you had just moved. So in my own way, I was invited. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And Joe, we are <laughs> setting up something for you, but it's very exclusive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just hasn't happened yet. It's taken almost three years to plan. It's a house cooling party once they leave. <laughs> yeah, once, once the house has run its course, we're going <laughs> to put you in the dump and just come on in. I wish I was Jay and Paul's friend. <laughs> Sad. I know a good grief counselor. <laughs> <laughs> episode first of all um let's talk about christmas have you ever done the homemade christmas gift thing i i've never done it but i have i know people who have but jay have you ever done that no i've never i've never been i do agree with some of what dorothy is saying where it's become a just send me your list and i'll get you something off that list like the thought process of christmas and this is in 86 mm-hmm. so all i mean this is years years ago that she's saying that and i do think that christmas has become not become i've always known it like this where it's kind of send me your list and i'll get you something off there there's no surprise or no real thought into it so i do agree with dorothy on that but i've never done a homemade gift yeah i was actually wondering about that because it was in the 80s 
and she was saying it's becoming, and I've heard that all my life. So I wonder when it was, when it truly started to be becoming commercialized. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's before that. That's a good question. Cause I think they'll see old movies or TV shows and the kid will get one gift and it's a crappy, like, like a crappy doll or something I'm like ugh, i've been so mad if that was all i got for christmas depressing i know well joe i mean when or i guess for both of you when you guys were growing you said adam you have but joe when you were growing up was it like you guys made a list or did your parents get you things that you or family with friends did you guys ever talk about gifts or was it just something that was given to you there must have been a list because they would get me things that i wanted Mm-hmm. Like one year I wanted cha-cha heels and they didn't get them. And boy, did I have a fit. <laughs> Problem. I yeah. asked for eggs one year and I didn't get them. <laughs> um, okay. So, but could my, my, I don't know how you say this relationship. My brother's father-in-law. So my sister-in-law's father, mm-hmm. every year he does a homemade gift for the grandkids. And uh, the, actually my mom is always involved in this too. It's so like this year he made them masks you know, like, like, oh, yeah, and like homemade masks. Good. And then like, or like one year he make, took like a woodworking class and made like my parents a cutting board with their name on it. And like, so oh, he does so all cool. kinds, yeah, he does all kinds of fancy things. But the only thing we have, to, I... we have to gather around and listen to the story of it. And that's, uh... <laughs> so it's really not that great. Well, also, I'm not getting yeah. anything. I'm just sitting here and we're listening to this dumb story. Oh, that is rough. Mm-hmm. I wish oh, I could you. make stuff like that. Oh, do you? Same. That's, I mean, we, we, one year, my friends and I, when we were quite poor, we did do and make things. And um, it was fine and fun. But you know what I prefer when it comes to, like, being a little cheaper is, like, getting gag gifts. But, but like, a gag gift that really is right for the person. Like, you do put thought into it, but it's still you know, a gag gift. You know what my friends and I used to do when we were poor is give each other old books that we thought would be right for that person. That's so from our own collection. Part from our own collection. So we would go, oh, we would cool. show up, and then we'd be like, "Okay, there's this gift. I think you should get this book. I was thinking about you with this book, and I, and I, I think I've kept all of them too, because like, yeah, they cool. were sort of like cool, like ideas for gifts." I'm a heavy reader, so I love getting things from people that they think I'm like. I just got an Eartha Kit book that somebody said that I would like, and I'm very excited because I know about her, but I've never read her book. And well, why so would someone say, you know, who wants to read this Eartha Kit book, Jay Ellis? I I don't know how it came up, but they they finished it and they said, um, do you know who she is? And I said, yeah, like I <laughs> I watched Chichi Devane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they said her her biography is interesting. Like I think you'd if you like biographies, it's a good one. So I think because it came up, I was just for you. What? I was doing like the. Never mind. I was doing my Eartha Kid impression. Go ahead. A sensible seventy four is now yeah. now I link Jujube to it instead of Chichi. Yeah, but, that was good. Um, yeah, so I haven't started it yet. It's somewhere on the bookcase, but it's here. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I never took a break. Uh-oh. Let's do that now. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I should take a break. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I know. It's so fun talking to you guys. I just... Uh... <laughs> Let me grab a pen. <laughs> All right, here we go.
You know, let me ask you this question. Adam, we'll go with you here. Have you ever, like, where does your family live? Like, where, what, what part of the country does your family live in? What? Why I'm having trouble answering. I didn't know. I never know whether to say Pennsylvania or Pittsburgh. We live like outside of Pittsburgh. So it would be technically a lie to say Pittsburgh, but people know it. So I hope I've explained that sufficiently. So I really. And when, when, when was the last time you went home for the holidays? Oh, Lord. It's been a minute because my parents are divorced and it gets very stressful. They will literally fight over us every year. Oh, really? But Sean, um, my fiance, works in retail so he can never go home. So once we really started being together, um, now they take turns coming here. Oh, oh, that's right. Your dad was here. You went to Palm Springs. Yeah. Well, this Christmas got canceled, but he, he came for his uh, birthday in October. Oh, okay. Was that when that was? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. And then, uh, and so what about you? Well, Jay, you, your family lives locally. Uh, yeah, we have some, fa- like in Pennsylvania as well. Adam, we'll have oh, to really? compare notes because, yeah, I'm wondering if yeah. we have I'm some family over there. But um, yeah, my whole, my immediate family is in like a triangle. I'm in LA. My sister's in Anaheim. My mom's in Rancho. Mm-hmm. So we're all within 40 minutes of each other. Mm-hmm. And then aunts, uncles, everybody, they're all in Southern California somewhere. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you think we really might be related? Uh, uh, well, we might, our families might know each other. Uh, that, would, oh, okay. would that be such a trip? Would that be weird? That'd be so weird. You need to take a That'd DNA so test. Yeah, it turns out I I'm hundred percent that bitch. Yeah, turns out I'm hundred percent Cassandra. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be weird. I have one. I just don't know. Do I don't know. Is... You did, oh, but aren't you? Are you on Hondo Italian? No. Oh yeah, same. Hmm. Well, this was a great <laughs> conversation. All right, well, let's go over to uh, <laughs> the trivia. Here's some trivia here. If you remember during the homemade uh, gift exchange. Um, Dorothy, I mean, Blanche handed Dorothy, no, she had to be both the ladies, uh, uh, the, the men of the boudoir calendar, right? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, that was a good joke. Yeah. Well, it's some trivia. Is this, I don't know if this is in your fancy book, uh, Adam. Your book I believe Snow. it is. Well, why don't you go ahead and do it then? Oh, well, okay. I didn't mean to steal the thunder. No. Okay. It's what it is. The, the crew played a yeah. prank on the cast. Yes. And inserted photos of all the men in like sexy short shorts and men I presumably, I mean, they were, they were crew men. Um, so they, the gang was laugh. There's pictures in the book of them just like losing it, oh, uh, laughing at this little prank. Yeah. Didn't make it to air, I'm guessing, because it didn't seem like they were that. Sometimes they can keep an outtake, but they probably lost it where they couldn't use the take. I'm assuming. Yeah, because they, I think their reactions, none of they were all supposed to be shocked, not thinking yeah. it was funny. So I guess they didn't use any of it, which is a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, now it's time for Adam's favorite part. It's time for the references. Um, I'm very curious about this one. Let's go to Jay Ellis first, uh, TV historian, noted television historian, Jay Ellis. Oh, he just cracked his knuckles. Yeah. Monty (laughs) Hall. Monty Hall, Jay Ellis. Monty Hall. Make a reference to Monty Hall. Is an English comedian. Adam Salandra? You know, here's the great. Like, almost like Hollywood Squares. Are you going to agree or disagree with with the celeb? I will. I'm concerned that maybe he's confusing it for Monty Python, but I am going to agree. What am I going to say? I don't know. Okay. That is incorrect. Monty Hall was an American 
game show host. He was the original host of Let's Make a Deal. Oh. And that's what they're referencing is his Let's Make a Deal-ness. Okay. Hmm. All right. Let's move on here. Uh, next one. Gina Lola Brigida. Um. Oh wait, no, no, I no! I'm like... in the wrong. I'm in the wrong episode. Wrong episode. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So I'm gonna move this. Here. Yeah, that's what made me confused. Yeah, Monty like, that's Hall. Why I didn't get okay. the first one right. We'll come back to this next week when we do that episode. All right. Uh, yeah. Next one. Remember. Hopefully, I come back. Okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Now I know who Monty Hall is. Fidel Castro. <laughs> Jay Ellis. Adam. Cuban. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cuban. Cuban di- dictator. Would you say? Yeah. Okay. I would. All right. Very <laughs> good. I okay, here's a good one. You both are going to play on this one, okay? At one point, um, Sophia says she spent $89. She ran up $89 on Dorothy's credit card. How much is $89 in value? What is that $89 value today? Why don't we start with Adam Salandra, our resident financial expert. Uh, I'm going to say that would be $195. All right, $195. JL, is we going to go higher or lower? This was fascinating to me because I love money, the way that okay. they're talking about it. So, right. <laughs> the, so she says a cashmere sweater and a video camera was $89. Mm-hmm. So I'm c- taking those items, and I'm going to mm-hmm. say 200 for the sweatshirt sweater mm-hmm. and about 800 So I'm going to go with an even 1000 You're saying $89 in 1987 that it had the buying power of $1,000? I do. Okay. Well, the correct answer is $207. <laughs> I was so close. Uh, yeah. Now listen, I don't know anything about anything except I remember last week we played this game and seventy five dollars was one seventy something. So I just uh-huh. kind of did the math that way. I really liked your approach, Jay. Wrong, yeah. very wrong as it was. Yeah. yeah, I do feel like Adam's getting like an after school tutoring though. Like he's getting advantages, and yeah, as yeah. a guest star, I can't get yeah. that same. That's advantage. a good point. I like. Well, you can. You just have to pay the tutor. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm doing. That's true. I'm not willing. Does, yeah, Adam pays me. I don't pay him. All right. When they're in, <laughs> when they're at the uh, at the grief counseling center, uh, Rose says, "Oh, this guy." He was the primary producer or something like that, or financer of Howard the Duck. What was Howard the Duck? Uh, we'll start with you, Jay Ellis. Howard the Duck is a cartoon that was very popular in the 60s, I think. Like a cartoon, a fat duck. I okay. Have, uh, Adam, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to disagree. You're going to disagree. Okay. Do you know the answer here? Well, it's. I think it's strongly. I, I don't know anything for sure, but mm-hmm. I think it's like a, almost like a duck, like a human in a duck costume that was an '80s movie that was just uh, very weird. So it was like it just didn't do well. Yeah, maybe Whoopi Goldberg is in it, but maybe I don't know if Whoopi Goldberg was in it. It was. It was. It was from George, the mind of George Lucas, one of the first oh. movies he made after Star Wars. And if not the first movie, so people were like, oh my God, this would be fantastic. Cause it was also a very popular underground comic strip or comic book stri- uh, series. And it like was a legendary, fa- like a high budget failure, a flop, huge. It, it definitely was the joke of a flop before whatever, the, you know, before Waterworld, you know, it was the Waterworld of its time. So it was Gosh. known as like, as, as, what's as, a recent one? Cause I was thinking of Waterworld, but is there like a more recent one that people are just like, yeah, that's a good question. What is what is the water world of now? Jay Ellis, you're a noted film historian. What what would you say yeah. is the is the noted flop now? Thank you for recognizing my title. Um <laughs> the one that John Travolta did was Battlefield the, Earth? Yeah, that's the one I think of, but I'm sh- there has to be a 
What about this is older now, but Gili? Ben Affleck oh, and Gili J-Lo, was a big like, one. Right. You know, I'm sure this is something we can. Let me see. Biggest flops of all time. Oh, Here I wonder what's going to pop up. Yeah. I love how the in 1986 film they were pulling a reference from the same year that they were filming. That's pretty impressive. Oh, they all they they the gals were on top of the times. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, you know what it would be? I'm looking at it right now. John mm. Carter. Like oh, I remember John Carter. Yeah. John Carter comes in mind. I'm looking at a bunch of them, though. Oh, I thought people liked that. I don't know anything about well, no, you I know think what, it did well internationally. Yeah, uh, you know what? I thought I, I love these stories, but cause I saw a similar story about the Shawshank Redemption, where it's um, they, a lot of that they, they blamed it on the title because the mm. it's actually based on. I think this was a, a big mistake on Disney's part. It's based on the series, the book series, The Princess of Mars. And they didn't want to call it a Princess of Mars because they thought boys wouldn't want to see it because of the word princess in it. Um, I've actually started reading. It's actually a very good book. It's a really good series. Really exciting. I don't know how the, I've never watched a movie, but I've read. I've read actually a Princess of Mars, of which John Carter was based, and um, it's really, really, really good. It's about a guy in the Western era who somehow goes like through the, well some sort of time warp, and he lands up on Mars. Not time warp. He goes to another dimension to Mars. Come on, Teletubby. <laughs> Teleport us to Mars. Hey, I have yeah. a question about Howard the Duck. Yeah, sure. Go Is ahead. that the kind of movie now in 2021? Yeah. that Or let's say you just like pop a, a gummy yeah. and yeah. It, would that be enjoyable or is it like that bad? That it's Never seen it. Never seen it. I don't know. Never oh, seen it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm look, Go ahead. The makeup looks – like the prosthetics and stuff don't look terrible. So I'm wondering – I don't know. Well, it was a high-budget movie. It looks wacky in in a way that I enjoy. We should watch it, yeah. All right. Uh, okay, now I think Adam might do well here. So why don't we go again with Jay first here, financial wizard. JL is here. At the at the grief counseling center, Blanche takes uh, pity on the man who says he's poor, and she hands him $20. How much would that $20 be worth today? Now, if, I'm not, if I know you, you're going to say $640. <laughs> Yeah, she it clearly doubles times four. So I'm gonna do <laughs> no, I'll double it straight up. I'm gonna say about forty bucks. Forty. What do you, what do you think, Adam Salantra? You're you've seen to cut up to the game here. Yeah, but this is too. This is harder. I'll say thirty five. Mm-hmm. Bitch, cut mm-hmm. me off at the knee. <laughs> yeah, the correct answer is forty five dollars. Oh, forty five dollars. Uh, they make a reference to Charlie's Angels slash Cheryl Ladd, who was one of the Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels was a TV show on ABC. Uh, also a series of popular well, movies with, like, uh, Drew Barrymore and... Uh, uh, Lucy Lou Cameron Diaz. Lucy Lou Cameron Diaz, thank you very much. And uh, But uh, <laughs> they would have been, like, the hot chicks of the day. So uh, Rue McClanahan, Blanche comparing herself to Cheryl Ladd. Of Charlie's Angels, it was very comical because obviously. Wait, she, is that when Dorothy made the comment? Not even if you were upside down on a yes, chassis. Yeah, she talks about her breast being perfect. That is just yeah. amazing. It's a good line. Uh, <laughs> another one when the guy says he was originally cast, uh, say to be Potsy on the Happy Days. That would have been one of those go-to jokes, kind of like Screech, even though he's dying. R.I.P. Soon uh, on Happy Days. Uh, Happy Days was a television show based on the 50s, like a 50s era television show from the 70s. Potsy was one of the side characters. Anson Williams played him, so he would have been, that would have been seen as like, yeah, like saying like Urkel, or like he was originally supposed to be Urkel or Screech or something on Saved by the Bell. Uh, okay. Uh, when they're at the airport, Harry Krishna comes up to them. This is one of those, uh, 
post 9-11 type of things where you don't really see that anymore, but you'd be hanging out at the airport and a person dressed like that would come and ask you for money. It was kind of annoying. Uh, Knott's Berry Farm. If you're in from Southern California, that's, which is really weird here. This is one of those things where like the writers being in Southern California make a reference that nobody in Miami would make. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, not immediately when you said it. Yeah, Knott's Berry Farm is a local Southern California amusement park, but I think you only go there if you you like. We went to Disneyland one day, so now what else are we going to do? But like, why would they make a Knott's Berry Farm reference in Miami? And about cider, it's not like yeah. Knott's Berry Farm is like known for hot apple cider. No, it's not at all. No, for <laughs> the, the I don't know Berry. what it's known for. Uh, a shitty amusement park. And then finally, they all start saying how much they love each other and stuff like that. And then uh, Sophia makes a joke about the Waltons. Let's see. This is a tough one. I've actually never seen one episode of the Waltons, but I got this joke. Jay Ellis, did you get the joke about the Waltons? Like, uh, It's a TV show. Yeah. Uh, uh... Adam, what about you? Well, I think that they were just probably all – it was very, like, sappy, like, happy – doodly do you know they were all yeah. just like lovey-dovey it's like the end of full house the entire episode uh maybe that's a relative but actually what it is is so at the end of every walton's episode the family would go to bed and they'd all say good night to each other so they said good night oh. john boy good night adam good night jay good night room good night you know th- that would be the whole end of the episode then all talking saying you know like if i was like good night jay good night adam and then adam was like good night jay, like it was all that going around that was the end of the walton's and so she was making okay, fun of them. That's funny. Yeah. What was the joke from Sophia? I don't remember this part. All they the- were all saying, Merry Christmas, Rose. Merry oh, Christmas, yeah. Dorothy. Yeah. And Sophia goes, what are we, the Waltons? You, you know? know what I love about the delivery is? I've never understood ever that that's mm-hmm. what specifically what it was. But yeah. it's funny to me every time because yeah. she knows how to say a line. Yeah. Knows how to say a line. Those are all the references. Uh, guest stars. We have Theodore. Okay. Now we're playing a new game. This is kind of a morbid game here. I'm not oh, going to lie. Who died? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Who's dead out of the cast? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to name the guest star and who they played, okay? And you have to say dead or alive. <laughs> okay? 50-50. I, yeah. I like the odds. Truly. You have to say dead or alive. Are you ready for the first one? I can't wait. Right, here we go. The first one is Theodore Wilson. He played Albert, the guy that owns the diner. Okay, Theodore Wilson. Dead. You're going to say dead. What are you going to say, uh, Jalis? He had a youthful spirit. I'm going to go with Alive. The correct answer is he died on July 21st, 1991 at the age of 47. Oh, my oh. gosh. Yeah. All right. Next, we now have... You were somehow more wrong than your money guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's way off. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So that guy was in his late 30s and that... Yep. Well, probably, about, probably about pushing 40, maybe. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. No, he guess. was like... No, he was like 43 or 44. This is an 86, late 86. Yeah, okay, but he seemed older to me. Yeah. He gave right. me old life. All right. Sam Anderson, he plays uh, the guy who would lie about his age. Who lied about everything. The compulsive liar. Dead or alive. The compulsive liar, Sam Anderson. Dead or alive, we'll go with you, J. Ellis. Compulsive liar. Uh, dead. Dead. Adam Salandra. I vote dead. Alive. Born in 1940s. I lied. I thought it was alive. <laughs> <laughs> Born in 1947, which is so funny because at that time, he would have just been pushing 40. He was um, 39 or 40. Wow. He's yeah. Wow. The times That's have dark. changed with, like, sunscreen and product and makeup. Yeah. Wow. All right. Even, okay. even the girls. Yeah. Now, Craig Richard Nelson 
is the next one. Craig Richard Nelson, he's the one that plays the guy who was into like fire and stuff like that. Uh, dead or alive? Craig Richard Nelson, dead or alive? Obsessed with fire. We're going to go Adam. with Adam Salandra. I'm sticking with dead. Jalen? I'm going to go dead as well. Still alive, born the same huh? year as the guy who was the liar. Uh, Craig Richard Nelson still working. Uh, but it hasn't worked since. No, he's not still working. The last thing he did was 1998, the Rat Pack movie. So, I don't think he did. Can I interrupt this game to say, yeah. uh, it was just Betty White's 99th birthday. I'm sure we all know in this yeah. room, but mm-hmm. every flipping article that came up, I was like, oh God, she died. Oh God, she died. Cause you just see her name or yeah. in a headline or the picture. Mm-hmm. So it was a very hard weekend for me, honestly, because of that. I'm, yeah. I, what are you going to do when that. it happens? If probably text my friend who likes her as well, and we'll be like, "Well, I mean, I'll be sad, but ninety nine. Well, at this point now, I want her to get to hundred, so I, that will be disappointing." Yeah. All right. Uh, this episode first aired on uh, December twentieth, nineteen eighty six. But there's nothing. I will have looked. Maybe because it was a boring time in the world, but nothing really happened around that time. Before, after, nothing happens. So that's it. That's all I have of that. December 20th, 1986. Uh, so final judgment, Jay Ellis. Uh, why don't you give us here? How many, you, you said we're going to be shocked by the number of cheesecakes you're going to give it. <laughs> yeah, we got to do some math here. So the first 10 minutes, I'd give like a seven. Mm-hmm. The middle chunk in the grief counseling center, I'd go with the three. Whoa. And then wow. the diner was sweet, so I'd go with the four. So I think it averages out. I'm going to go seven, three, four. I'm going to go with the four overall. Not my favorite. Go ahead, Adam Salandra. I'm going to give it a seven. I Whoa. had a good time. Oh, really? Wow. I enjoyed myself. They discovered friendship is family. Uh, I was into it. I'm going to have to agree with Mr. J. Ellis here and give it a four. I don't. This is not... A very good episode. It seemed like NBC came and said, we need a holiday episode. And they're like, <sighs> were they NBC or yeah. ABC? Oh, they, okay. That's a tricky one. It aired on NBC. Sorry. But it was owned by Touchstone, which was a subsidiary of Disney. Okay. Wow. The, okay. Cause I was thinking re- this is sorry to. No. Add this in at the last moment, but yeah. they reference so many shows that were on at the time in like as jokes. And I'm thinking they don't worry about like synergy within the networks. Like they're willing to like name check well, I people will say from different things. Most of the shows that they interact with or, they promote, or NBC shows, like Miami Vice was an NBC show, Charlie's Angels, ABC show, but that was off the air already by that point. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I just popped in the chat, and I have to say they were giving us answers to um, movies that were flops, and Luke said Cats, and that is absolutely the most oh, recent. Cats oh, Cats. that's a great example. Yeah. yeah, and that was made for a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Paul popped in real quick, and he said that the way that we're talking, it almost, he thought we were family here. <laughs> it's, a, it's Merry Christmas. That's exactly like the episode. Which is really we, funny, because then he told Jay's going to leave and come back in an hour. Yeah, and he hasn't come back yet. <laughs> I'm going to go raid the, ch- the kitchen for some chocolate sauce. Let <laughs> me put your glasses on to go look. By the way, yeah. cheese. let's think about this. Cheesecake is already very rich. Like, who's going, you know what this cheesecake needs? is chocolate sauce. 
I would have thought like a strawberry compote or like yeah, a blueberry and whipped cream. Like there's about four but, different yeah, things I would say. Because the thing with the strawberry, there's a tanginess to it that will cut through the fat of the cheesecake that will cut through the flavor. That's a lot of, that's heavy too. A chocolate sauce on cheesecake. Uh, anyway, they were just looting the restaurant. They weren't, <laughs> I mean, they, at that yeah. point, I'm surprised they didn't just open the register up. Yeah. <laughs> So they probably did. did. <laughs> we didn't see. We don't see what happened after he left. That's true. That's yeah. True. All right. Oh wait. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you, have to, like, wow. you, have to, you have to end the show. Jay Ellis. Yeah, Jayla, Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for being a friend, Adam Salander. Same to you. See you, Wolfies. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines. You can find Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. Uh, you can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast. 